Tanya for Yutas Menachemov is the beginning of the sixth letter in Yigeres HaKadosh. In this letter, the Alter Rebbe explains what is truth and how to attain truth and what is ultimate truth. And the Alter Rebbe is going to explain that the only way we could attain truth in its purest form is only through the power of Tzedakah. But to explain all this, the Alter Rebbe starts by quoting a Pazik in Mishle. That says socher or sacher emes. Different interpretations. What the word is? Is it sacher or schar or socher? And there's a number of interpretations of what the pasuk is referring to. Rashi, for example, explains the pasuk that the one who seeds staka has sacher emes. He blocks up like a dam. For a person who's trapping fish, they create a dam through which they could for sure get their fish. Likewise, a person who does suck is guaranteed to have his reward. Others explain that one who gives suck has true reward. The reward is promised. But the Altarev explains the Pasuk as through tzedakah, the schar of tzedakah is that you get emes. Your schar is emes, is the truth, is getting truth. Now, what does that mean? So the Altarev says that we have another Pasuk that says Titan Emes Liyakiv. What does it mean, Titan Emes Liyakiv? So the Altarev explains Titan Emes Liyakiv means the Abisha gives Midas Emes to Yaakov. Now the Altarev says something doesn't make sense here because to say that Yaakov didn't have Emes without the Abisha, until the Abisha gave it to him, he didn't have Emes, that doesn't seem, that doesn't sound right. So the Altarev begins to explain that there's two levels of emes. There's emes that we could attain through our own work. There's a level of truth, of sincerity, of being genuine, which is something we could attain on our own. But even with that level, however high it is, it's still deficient. It's not absolute truth. It's not absolutely genuine. It's still relatively selfish or relatively relatable to our own physical reality or even our spiritual reality and therefore we don't lose or leave the boundaries of the falseness of reality to be able to attain truth or absolute truth without it being given a gift. Now why was Yaakov the one who got MS? Because Yaakov represents a certain form of Avoida. Through the Avoida of Yaakov one could reach the level of MS that is a gift milamila. What is the Avoid of Yaakov? So the Altareb in today's Tanya begins to explain the Avoid of Yaakov. We know Yaakov's Midah is Midas Rachmanus. This is an idea that the Altareb explained in Lakuti Amorim in the beginning in Perak Memhei on the Pasuk by Yisas, Kaylai, Vayevch, that the concept of Yaakov is Rachmanus, he's Meir Rachmim, Aknesis Yisrael. So Yaakov's Avoid is Avoid of Rachmanus. What is Rachmanus? Rachmanus is the ability to perceive beyond one's emotional sense of things, to see something that is for the truth of what the thing is. In other words, a lot of times emotionally, we get caught up in our own personal feelings about something. Let's say, for example, we're in a relationship and we're trying to understand how we feel about ourselves in the relationship or how we feel the relationship is going. It's very subjective to the way we experience it and the way we feel about it. Are we feeling happy? Are we getting pleasure? Is it going well, etc.? So that's all a very selfish, subjective, 
relative experience. It's our viewpoint of what's going on. However, Achmanis is perceiving the reality based on the other person. It's a much more objective perception. Not just viewing your relationship based on you, but based on the other person and seeing it for the truth, the objective truth of what's going on. That's the power of Rachmanis. And that's why it's explained that Rachmanis is this ability to combine Midas HaChesed and Midas HaGvura, which are two extremes, because they could, you could perceive through Rachmanis what the person needs. A person who has Midas Rachmanis could appreciate what someone else needs. They understand they're usually very intuitive. They're usually very perceptive. They're usually people that have the ability to connect with other people because they really understand the other person from the other person's perspective, not just from their perspective of the other person. So the power of Rachmanis in itself is a sense of being genuine. It's a sense of truth, objectivity. In, accounts, in, in relation to service of Hashem and Avedas Hashem, what does this mean? This Midas Rachmanis and Avedas Hashem refers to the awakening of a tremendous objectivity to seeing where the person himself or creation itself, how far in distance it is from the Abishter. In the language of the Alter Rebbe, it's like walking in the darkness and the vanity of the world. That we realize that the truth is that Hashem is and everything that exists, even the highest realms, the are all really considered, they merely stem from the letter hey, from the letter yud, as mentioned in the last letter, the Gemara says. So everything that creates is all very much, it's the letters of Hashem, which as we know, the letters take up very little space within a person themselves. They're not the essence of the person, they're the expression of the person, or they're more, even more than that, they're not even just the expression, they're the way to articulate, to express what's going on. So they're very external to a person. So if we think about creation as a whole, where does, where, what is creation? Creation is merely God's tools of expressing some emotional element, so to speak. And therefore, in God's essence, in Atzmus None of this takes up any space. There's no world. There's no existence of world. Time and space doesn't take up any space. There is none of this thing. It's, it's hakol. Everything is kain v'efes mamish. Like nothing compared to us in relationship to atzma sumahus. And as Alter Rebbe brings here, what he mentioned already in Tanya in the first chilek and in the second chilek about the power of dibur, of one dibur of a person, or one thought of a person to his mahus, of his nefesh, which is infinitely bein arich, to what his essence is. And therefore, from God's perspective, none of this really exists. So the pure objectivity is to recognize that we're nothing, or at least in the sense of our existence as a creation, meaning deeper yet, we're in a chelakalaka. But in terms of our existence as a creation, we're really so far removed from the essence of Hashem. And therefore, when a person realizes this, the person sees how much rachmanis, how much compassion, how much the truth of their state is how their sheikhin beguf ha'choshuch va'ofel, as Alter Rebbe says, we're dwelling in a body that's dark, mushcha dechoya, the serpent's skin, which is susceptible to receive impurities and to just do all types of taivas. If not for the fact that Abishu gives us a hand and helps us and takes us out of the, the, the temptation or fights for us or gives us the power to fight in ha'guf and its taivas.
That means essentially we're falsha people, we're fake, we're not real. If it would be up to us, we would just give in to our taivas, we would just be susceptible to doing everything that we shouldn't be. So we don't really have truth, we don't really have objectivity. So the power of Rahmanis is to realize that. In other words, let's say a person who's an addict. A lot of times, most times, a person who's an addict says, I'm not an addict. Why? Because they don't even really perceive. All they see is their reality. What do they see as their reality? Let's say they're addicted to computer games. They see that computer games is their reality. So you can't be addicted as something negative. This is me. There's no Rachmanis. There's no sense of Rachmanis. There's no objectivity to see the truth behind it, to see the reality of what's really going on. That is something which only happens through the power of tapping into this power of Rahmanis, this deep objectivity and recognizing how far the person is from, from living up to their potential. And here, the recognition of really the fact is that we're so far removed from the truth that we would be caught up in divas if not for the Abishar's protective help. The Abishar being Mogin, our protector, our guide, helping us, sustain us, giving us life to be able to fight the Yitzhahara. So this is a deep awakening. And that's the power of Midas Yaakov of Midas Rachmanus to be able to have this ability to tap into the truth and recognize the objective truth. And through that, eventually, as Altrebbe will continue on explaining, that this is generated through a tremendous level of connection and therefore be able to generate through the power of Tzedakah the ultimate experience of truth and therefore get the gift of ultimate truth. But it begins with the Midas Rahmanis, this objective reality to see the truth, at least relatively seeing what you're not doing, seeing how you're not living the truth. The reward of the planting of Tzedakah is the get you get Emes, the Mid of Emes. It says that God gives Emes to Yaakov. Explains that this is not a prayer to the Abishur that he should give Emes to Yaakov, but rather this is what the Abishur is doing. He's giving the Chesed, he's giving the Emes to Yaakov. Pirush Akash, but who noisen, ha noisen midas Emes to Yaakov. Tzarech Lahavin, we have to understand that he ain't Emes like the Yaakov Chasvishalim. Yaakov himself doesn't have Emes. Ach Akash, but who yitin leimelamayla. Ach yimedo, he's always the midas Yaakov, he midas Rachmanis. The characteristic of Yaakov is Rachmanis. Avedis Hashem b'midis Rachmanis. And what does that mean in terms of Avedis Hashem? What does Rachmanis refer to in Avedis Hashem? Yabo, this is through an awakening, through deep Rachmanis, on the essence of his soul, how far and distant in one's conscious reality. He is from Hashem, from the face of God, the Pneumis of Hashem, as he walks within the darkness of the vanity of the world. And the awakening of this Rachmanis brings out the great depth of recognition of the greatness of Hashem, the truth of the greatness of Hashem. That even the highest worlds are of nothing compared to God in, 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 in the presence of God. Because their whole life force, their whole existence stems from merely a radiation of one letter of Debish's name. That the letter Yud creates Elam Haba, which is the highest of all existence. This array of light, which spreads out to give life from God's name 
to the higher and lower worlds. Only there is there the distinctions, meaning in the highest being mispashit, in the level of where the Shmei, the letter of the Abish's name, brings about highest, there's a distinction between the higher and lower worlds, and the Elam Habas Yud. Likewise, all the distinctions between the different worlds, is all based on the distinction, the different combinations of these letters, and even the changes of time, past, present, and future, and the changes of events, also stem from the differences of the letters. So it all stems from letters. Which come from the Abish's Midas, God doesn't change. From the highest realms to the lowest realms. Just like God is in the higher realms, the essence of God is in the higher realms equally to in the lower realms. So likewise in Olam and also Bizman, that in Zman as well, just like God was absolutely one before creation. Likewise, after creation, because in truth, everything is of nothing compared to God's essence, doesn't, doesn't take up any space. Like one letter from a person's speech, or his thought, compared to the essence of a person's soul. This is only in a way of analogy to give one an ability to comprehend this. In truth, there is really no comparison because Abish is far beyond us. This is what the Pazik says the king. The exalted king, who was always seen, uh, uh, by himself, Peter, just like before creation, there was only God. Likewise, now he's on the same level. There's only God. He's higher than even Zman, which is called the Yemei Salem. Because where does Zman come from? Where does Elam come from? Elam and Zman. Same thing stems from Melech, and he is Mireimam. He's a Hamelech Hamireimam, higher than all of that. Atzmus is higher than Zman. So, if a person recognizes how distant he is from Atzmus how much Rachmanus is necessary to have? The Nitzut that now is sitting in the darkness of the serpent's skin, which is very easily capable of receiving the impurities of Abedis, and get disgusted, and, 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 and literally be destroyed by the Taivis, gives him the hand, and gives him the power to fight off the Guf, the Taivis, and his Taivis, and to win them over, the master of our strength, because without it, we wouldn't have this ability. So this is the Chemidus HaChesed, the Hisaydus, the Midas Arachim of Yaakov, to be able to have the ability to have this compassion, compassion and recognize where we need to work to be able to get closer.